And now, AIO Audio News. Hello and welcome to AIO Audio News. I'm Michael LaFaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo. And uh, we're here to talk about episode 807 of Adventures in Odyssey, Connie the Counselor. That we are! Hi! Hi, how are you doing, Andrew? I'm doing good. I was uh, just talking to my brother before this and I realized I have, I've been making podcasts since I was like 15 or 16. Yeah. I have never been on somebody else's show. Really? <laughs> Never. <laughs> I've had countless people on shows on different things and done a lot of things, but I have never been on someone else's show. Well, so this is fun for me. That's cool. Uh, just yeah. disclaimer: you've known me by Lee for a very long time. I've been. It's true. It's true. I was sort of like I, I, the 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 main critic, like skeptic of the podcast. Like, ah, you guys are terrible. And then I was like, you know what? That's dumb. You're stupid. Let's let's yeah. actually take a listen to this. Well, stuff. I, I I would like to defend you, and by saying I think the episodes you were critical of, there were there was definitely stuff that's worth being critical of. I think that the show's yeah. gotten a lot better. Oh, it as it's progressed. Has. I mean, congratulations so. on episode 100. That's a milestone. Woohoo! I cannot believe that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and, I mean, way, I'm, I'm excited though. And the way that Dylan has produced the show, you guys are probably the best Odyssey podcast right now. Just saying. Yeah, he's well, and it's all him, honestly. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, I I provide color content, but uh, I I he is the mastermind behind it. He's got such good editing skills. His creative ideas are awesome. Yeah. Um, like you know, all the Rydell saga and syncing it up with the hundredth episode. That was his idea exactly. that he told me about back in like August, and I was like, oh my gosh, like I just wanted to cover a different album. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just wanted to do something different, but he. He definitely takes it to the next level. Yeah. And we've got merch now, and it's 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 crazy. And the, it's crazy. And the merch is really good, too. Uh, I have... I, yeah, it wasn't me. That was all him, because he yeah. likes graphic design. It's it's this very strange uh, hobby that, that he has that I just get to be kind of the tail of the comet on, and it's yeah. really fun. Yeah, I will say I had a pretty big credit card bill at the beginning of the month, and I was like, okay, that's I'm probably not going to buy anything in the future. Yeah, if oh he, yeah. And then he put out the Christmas merch, and I was like, no. <laughs> Thanks anyway, but I'll pass oh, this time. Yeah, no, I, I haven't gotten any of the merch. I don't know what? how I feel about being somebody who wears his own merch, but you, I do love it. You don't have I to love wear it. it. I, I do have that's your fair. version of the Eugene uh, yeah, style? you do. It is the better yeah, one. Yeah, you do. It is the superior one. Just saying. <laughs> well, I just think that it looks better on a t-shirt than the other one. Well, I think I that have the new pillow, Google though. UI looks better. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. I just think that it, it looks better. It does. I mean, the, the new one is just so bland, like so... It's two-dimensional. The, the, yeah, it's it's like Calibri. Like, yeah, I hate exactly. Calibri. Times New Roman, all, all the way. To, oh, Times New Roman. You Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I... If there was a time, I think there was a time when I was an aerial man, mostly because that's just the default in uh, in most word processing de- uh, programs. But yeah, no, Times New Roman since college, for sure. You got to love that. What is it? Lucinda console or whatever, whatever console that I'm using on my notepad right now. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know what oh, it yeah. is. Uh, anyway, want to talk about the actual episode? Yes. Yes, I would love to. And now that we're done with talking about font. <laughs> this is so fun already. I'm, I'm going to. Yeah, yeah, great. I'm excited. Uh, anyway, so. Uh, actually, one last thing. You, yeah, uh, it's. I think it's providential that you guys haven't reviewed um, part three of Revelations yet. You haven't, right? No, no, not yet. You got. I actually haven't on. listened to it, so no, no spoilers. How much can I, I, I? You haven't heard it yet. I haven't heard it yet. I, I, I try to prep as close to the recording time as possible, oh. and because of finals and stuff, I've just been so slammed recently. Oh man. Um. But yeah. So 
No, no spoilers okay. for Rydell Part 3. Well, you gotta you gotta go tell Dylan that, because he was like, we listened to it, so you can send us your spoilers. Well, no, he he see, he's listened to it. Yeah. He sees all that stuff. <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> he's I the gatekeeper, I told you. I'm just the tail of the comet here. <laughs> I won't tweet anything out then yet. I was gonna, oh, I was gonna oh. do the whole thing. Oh, no, no, you can tweet it. I just won't check. Okay. If you tell me now, I just won't check Twitter. That's fine. That's probably good for my <laughs> mental health. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but what do I have to... How much money do I have to pay for you guys to get me on for Part 3? <laughs> um i think that there's a very good chance that if you send in a anchor recording that that it could be a part of it or I'm, if you recorded something that we could put it on i would definitely talk to him about it i mean um, like reach have you reached out in like the dms and stuff well i to I, him? I mean like me actually doing the... be recording it with you yeah i know yeah well i i sent a tweet a while ago saying all right guys you gotta have me on or something like that uh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Y- you know you know all the stuff i've done with the rydell saga right and all the... yeah you've done a ton yeah you've been like the the guy for that four hours really of cool. recording of this yeah thing, or three yeah. it was a three and a half hour interview i did with phil after revelations was out and was that all what that was about yeah i mean yeah. majority was just all about Re- revelations yeah man we reviewed that guy's head must be just a wealth of canon knowledge you have no idea i mean after <laughs> if you have the time go listen to that review it's nuts it's bonkers. yeah oh yeah no i mean i might need to break it up over like a week but you know <laughs> i think i could do it uh, well anyway this so this episode is connie the counselor written and directed yeah. by kathy b cannon sound design by christopher deal and music by john campbell it's uh, was released on the Adventures and Odyssey Club on December 6, 2016, and it aired on the radio April 1st, 2017. Um, yeah, it... Ah, I did not know that Odyssey did this. And it feels stupid because that was three years ago. <laughs> well, but it's like, fine. It's fine. You've been doing other stuff. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And it was, I will say, admittedly, right at the time when I had gotten back into Odyssey, but before I started listening to new stuff, so... Right. It didn't make sense. I don't know. There, I'm doing another review series with a couple others on um, Revelations and on like the Rydell saga yeah. in general. And so mm-hmm. that's that's really interesting because they have not heard any new Odyssey. So Wow. Okay. So that that's that's real fun. Yeah, definitely, definitely will throw you for the loop. I mean, getting back to Connie the counselor, this yeah. episode did give me some old Odyssey vibes though. Oh really? With like the family dynamics and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. It felt kind of like a Washington's episode or something, like huh. where there's two because there's two different families going mm-hmm. on, you know. Right. You've got Connie and Jules and and uh, Eugene and Buck. Yeah, and so. they're not the conventional Odyssey family. They're both no, basically no. adopted, or kind of. Yeah, adopted. it's kind of. Um, yeah, it it almost feels, and this is this is my head canon. Mm-hmm. I think that they're prepping for Andre Stoika leaving by. Um, putting okay. connie in a position to take over yeah yeah if yeah. if they're going to continue this like the show i think that they're going to potentially write wit out of the show i mean with the amount of times that they've thought about doing it and with the amount of actors that they're doing now that they've been able to develop connie as a surrogate because mm-hmm. she's really the star like especially a lot of new episodes really focus around um like Connie, Penny, Wooten, right. Eugene, Buck, Jules, like that kind of uh, used to be secondary cast, mm-hmm. and now now they're basically the primary cast. Yeah, no, and it's it's awesome. It's really awesome. I I kind of had the question of you know without all those old characters, what were they gonna do, and how could they still make it good? But at least in this episode, I really enjoyed it. Like I was like, wow, this is 
Yeah, props to Kathy Buchanan. I'll give her a sl- uh, not even a slow clap. That's a, just a regular <laughs> golf clap for you. I'm I'm glad you liked it because I was kind of con- uh, concerned because given Odyssey's reputation with you know social issues like counseling, I thought, eh, how are you oh no no, I thought they did an excellent job. They killed it. They they absolutely killed it. Oh good. Oh good. Yeah, I think I mean from considering what I know in my perspective, like all the and we we'll get into it. Like I got notes about this stuff. Um, but all like the major talking points as far as like how they were able to thread actual positive, um, counseling tools into a narrative that was not just directly somebody being good and good at counseling Mm -hmm. was like really cool. Yeah. Like I thought they just did a really good job with that. Right. There are mixed feelings in the Odyssey fan community on this episode. So it's really encouraging me to hear you really like it. So thanks. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So what, what are, what are the negative feelings? Not to like spark controversy, but I'm just curious as to what people would feel well, tough about. The negative feeling is that this episode seems to be way, I, th- I forget. I've heard the review before. It was by the Odyssey scoop cast and that was a while yeah. ago, but I think yeah. the, the general feel is that the writing was poor or that there was something in the writing that didn't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to go back and listen to it again. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I have, I guess I have mostly positive feelings about it. Um, you want to do the cast and the promo first? Yeah, for, for sure. Go for it. All go right. For it. Uh, so these are all basically actors and characters that you've heard from before mm-hmm. on the Wadfam Chalk Pod, it, with the exception yeah. of Don Polehouse, mm-hmm. um, voiced by Phil Proctor, who is the voice of, uh, what is it? Leonard Corelli? Not Leonard Corelli. Is that his, is that his first name? I don't know. Mr. Don't. Corelli. What's his? Yeah. Does he have a first name? You're the guy with the wiki. I should know this. Why do I not know <laughs> Okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trusting you to know it, but I'm trusting you to find it. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, right. Let me, let me go look this up, if I can, real quick. Um, but other than that, we have Shona Kennedy as Jules Kendall. And mm-hmm. uh, do you know the, the story? of uh of jewels or of uh yeah i was loosely because i've because i've sprinkled in some new episodes of odyssey i knew he was um connie had a sister named jewels and jewels had kind of become what connie used to be before like in like the first couple albums where you know came over from california too cool for school but like (laughs) connie's getting to pass on this knowledge now which was Again, another reason I love this episode. Right, right. Well, I was talking about with Shona. Shona was the winner of the Get in the Show contest in 2012. Okay. And, okay. Yeah, and um, she I was remember in, that. Man. Yeah, I was going to try for that, and then I didn't, and I was sad about yep. it. And then I did exact try same for it, thing. and I didn't get it, and that was sad. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. When I was um, when I was younger, like, I think probably sixth grade, we'll say, um, I got grounded for a week. Oh, no. <laughs> and I had was had no screen time, and it was in the summer, and I couldn't go anywhere, so I was basically just trapped at home, and I was going crazy. And I used to literally save the daily episode of Odyssey for the end of the day because it was, like, the one thing that I had to look forward to <laughs> when I was grounded. <laughs> I was just bored out of my mind. That's depressing oh, me now. I cleaned my room, like, every day for a week. No, it was great. I mean, you know, <laughs> discipline worked. I certainly didn't make that mistake again <laughs> well that's good to hear um yeah no but, no, now, but honestly the show as a kid uh, that was 2012 that was that was back when the uh <laughs> when the contest was happening yeah yeah precisely um and so she was on life expectancy part two as okay. Jules kendall uh she was in two scenes and then she got to come back for the ties that bind which i am mm-hmm. reviewing with one of my other co-hosts i saw i saw yeah it's real interesting 
Um, yeah. One one disclaimer here. I'm sure the two of us would probably disagree on virtually every aspect of politics, but oh. almost every aspect of Christian. But agree on almost every aspect of yeah, Christianity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's 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 just that's life. Fine. I think that's I think that's how this works, right? <laughs> yeah. People are different; they're yeah. not all the same, <laughs> right? And the fact that we can come together and actually talk about uh, either things we agree with, or maybe if we disagree, talk about that too. But to not yeah, to no, not hate each other, sure. I think is good. Hey, I would argue that that's a principle of counseling, but you know, no, maybe really. that's just me. <laughs> I mean, you're the expert here, right? Uh, yeah, the expert in the sophomore year. <laughs> Um, Actually, my professor used to was just drill it through our head this semester that you never say that you're an expert at anything because that means you're done learning. Okay, you're the amateur so, here, aren't you? <laughs> I am the amateur here. <laughs> I am the Lorax. I speak for the counselors. <laughs> this review is going so good so far. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel good about it. But uh, yeah, Shona came back for, I think maybe 12 or 10 episodes of the ties that bind quite a few. And she became a pretty major mm-hmm. character during that yeah. arc. And then this was her basically return to Odyssey as a major character on the show as she is right yeah. now. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, go, go continue. Well, I was going to, I was going to move on. Uh, did you, have Oh, I just want to talk about the ties that bind. Cause like I listened to that okay. and I don't think, I don't, like, in all the ways that we disagree, like, acknowledging that, but I haven't gone back, and I'd be actually interested to listen to it from, like, the context of what does it do for the show as a plot. Yeah. Like, if Jules is in there, now that I'm like, okay, if these are recurring characters, how are these characters developed throughout that arc? Like, Do you mm, mind a spoiler, mm, or do you... Yeah, sure, go for it. Okay, well, she is actually kind of the bad girl of the side. Oh, oh no, well, I, I figured. She's the one from, from California, edgy, <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, all those more... Californians, <laughs> they just don't drink water. <laughs> um, well, anyway, if you don't, if you, if you really don't mind a spoiler, she is, um, she's involved in some like insider trading or inside information. Oh, yeah. Dang. And That's insane. Yeah. It's not, it's. Can I say dang? Is that, is that okay? Uh, if it's a problem, I'll edit it out. If you guys are okay, hearing cool. it on the, the audio, <laughs> AIO audio news and you have a problem with it, uh, tweet at me. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's kind of that's kind of her history. And now that kind of shows through in this episode with Connie not knowing if she can trust her with. I yeah. Mean, and in the beginning, she's wanting to trust her, and then later on, Connie realized, oh yeah, she's mm-hmm. the, uh, yeah. So I'll I'll get. So into that's that. interesting. That yeah. really informs this episode then, because this episode is very central around Connie and Jules' trust. Exactly. Um, and we'll get into that later if you're cool with that. Yeah, um, I would love to. <laughs> and then last member of the cast. Uh, this is a very small cast. Only five people here. Uh, only five yeah, characters. Yeah, Which I like. Um, yeah, no. It, it it feels like a Kathy Buchanan episode in that respect. Because right. it's just like four people and you just, it's just all them. Mm-hmm. I will also the top, I'll, ugh, also off the top, I will say that I had uh, sort of a gripe with Kathy Buchanan's writing in album 64 and 65. Because I was constantly, I was reviewing her episodes and I was constantly finding problems with them. And I thought, wait, is this? indicative of kathy buchanan or of just these episodes and i realized eh, it's probably just those episodes that i was having problems with because i like this it's a little bit the writing's a mm-hmm. little bit cliche at times and a little bit oh to... yeah it's super cliche but that's okay it's like <laughs> yeah. cheesy it's fine it, i mean the theme really yeah, shines it, through if, if it's a feel-good episode yeah it it's really a, is it makes you feel good i mean feel good with the cookies and orange juice right yeah exactly <laughs> which is terrifying i mean wow <laughs> Oh, there's Can another you imagine that, mouth that tried it, and she said it's really good. 
Okay. All right. You know what? I'm I'm interested to try it. We've got some Christmas cookies, <laughs> and uh, I think we have orange juice after after the pod. I'll, I'll I'll try it. Hey, if you um if you eat cookies or chocolate chip cookies with orange juice live on the Wild Fam Chalk Pod, I might pay you. I don't know. Okay. Okay. You know, I would. That would be fun. That would be fun. I could maybe do that for the Christmas episode. Oh yeah. Ooh, ideas, ideas. Hmm, hmm. Dylan's not the only one with ideas around here. All right, Lee last... has some, <laughs> or Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Who's who's Michael? Who's this person? Um, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, final member of the cast, Robbie Arum? Bruce. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is so. F- I, we have such similar personality types. Also, this is totally a different yeah. dynamic from. Yeah, the it's talk very talk. interesting. I like it. Where, so go go for it. So last, yeah, uh, Robbie Bruce uh, voices Buck mm-hmm. Oliver, who you should know from the Green Ring, and he is yes, sir. He is reformed. He is uh, the best parts of him are showing through, and yet there's still a little bit of edginess to him, or like a um, yeah. uh, a possibility for to be yeah. a mis- uh, a mischief maker mm-hmm. oh yeah no he's he's definitely uh he's definitely on the up and up as far as you know his past is concerned but we love we love those uh good guys with a bad streak as far as odyssey is concerned yeah yeah they definitely keep things interesting uh foreshadowing and for... it's fun that there's some is I, okay you can give me some spoilers about does Jules and Buck, do they ever become official? Uh, if we review album 69, you will find out. Okay. So I don't want to spoil you on this, no. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. And I was going to say, when you were saying, like... Now that's char- so exciting. Oh, man. <laughs> I was going to say, when you uh, say, like, a character with a shady past or, or like that, or, or, mm-hmm. in, or like, instincts or something, I was going to say foreshadowing for Revelations Part 3. But, yeah. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's going to be so bonkers. I, I really want to hear your thoughts on it. But Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. I Honestly, the reason that we didn't put it out was because I was so tired. Like, <laughs> it was just like, it, it, I wanted it to be a good episode, and I was just saving up to make it good. Yeah. And so, yeah. Probably a good choice. Um, well, I'm excited. I'm very excited to record it now. Okay. Well, with all that, uh, you ready to roll the promo? Yes, sir. <laughs> 20 minutes in. On the next adventure in Odyssey, Connie has an assignment from her counseling class. One of the requirements for introduction to counseling is that I practice therapy on a friend. But when she finds a victim, a patient... You're reading your instructions? You're my first client, Eugene. She offers some strange advice. Ask him about his feelings, but have him associate colors or animals with them. Don't miss the next adventure in Odyssey. Oh, but man. when she finds a victim, uh, a patient, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is not honestly though. Sometimes, and, and the way that Connie performs as a counselor here, it, it's a bit, it's a bit. Eugene's kind of the victim. <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I was Poor afraid guy. you were going to say this episode is bad because it puts counseling in a bad light again. But it's just Connie being a bad counselor. No, no, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. All right. I mean, especially somebody that if you know anything about counseling, you can recognize that like she's in school. She doesn't actually know what's <laughs> happening. And yeah. I think that they did an okay job with that. I wonder if Kathy Buchanan has any history with either like being in counseling or going to it because she seems to have got a pretty. Yeah. Like, well, she has foster pretty... children. Um, uh, that would make sense. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah. So that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Yeah, she, get it. What a great person. Buchanan. Also, um, a delightful woman. <laughs> also, she's been going through some um uh, some really hard times because her husband passed away last year. Oh no. Uh, oh, that's so sorry. It was so a, a a car accident or a motorcycle accident. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 
so That's miserable. So she's been having. I hear she's been having a really hard time, like getting adjusted to, like I guess coming back to working with Odyssey. So I really hope. Yeah. I'm really praying for her and her her family that it. Yeah. Works seriously. Out. Yeah. Seriously. That's. I mean, the, that kind of loss is just, mm-hmm. especially when it's so freak like that. That's so difficult. Yeah. Definitely, prayers go out for her. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, getting into the actual plot of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what'd you think of the music? Were you paying much attention to that? With- it was good. I, I I enjoyed it. I I would like to say like so the editing of this episode specifically I thought paid a little bit more like emotion. Oh yeah, paid a bit of homage to like um like a TV show. Yeah, like kind of like a like a four camera show if that would make sense. Right. And um, that also comes across in her writing with the sitcom yeah. feel of it. Yeah. But and, like in a, in a really feel good. I wonder if Kathy Buchanan enjoys Hallmark movies because it definitely <laughs> feels has some Hallmark moments. If I could sit down this Christmas with Kathy Buchanan and just watch a Hallmark movie, that would make my day. I would. Yeah. I would yeah. Like that. that that might that would make twenty twenty a not terrible year. <laughs> <laughs> I've been reviewing some other uh or episode. They're not Odyssey episodes. They're other another audio drama that John Campbell has been composing for, and his style mm-hmm. was just so. Uh, I guess the same every single episode back before Novacom. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of where those audio dramas came from. And then this is new ish, John Campbell. He's still, Mm -hmm. you can still tell it's him, but it's, it's good. in the the style that he uses to vary the different emotions in the episode. I like that. Um, Oh yeah, no, for sure. I mm -hmm. thought that, yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's nothing for me to not like about this episode. So (laughs) the music definitely a check mark. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we start off with Connie talking to uh, her father about Jules being there. And I like the writing where we don't instantly know it's Jules who's there. But in mm-hmm. the previous episode, chronologically, there was an end credit scene that revealed, hey, Jules is back in town. And so so it picked it. Ah, yeah. I kind of figured because it was the first I saw that it was the first track on the album. That's so cool. Right. Yeah, I like it when episodes do that. And like with, you know. Yeah. Further from the truth into Revelations kind of did that too. Have they made Odyssey episodes longer because they've moved to a more streaming platform? Well, like a more streaming oriented platform. Well, there what the first or rather the second club episode was. Oh, and actually, there are a couple episodes like this where they did make the club exclusive episodes longer. But mm-hmm. no, the normal episodes that air on the radio they're not longer. Well, I was just saying that, like, I think. I've noticed listening to New Odyssey, they're like 25 minutes pretty consistently. And I feel yeah. like older episodes were like 23 minutes with ads. Okay. Okay. Well, part of that in the uh, the old days is just also due to there were no cut scenes that they included on the album as album uh, yeah. exclusive or like album benefits or whatever bonus features. Yeah. And then also there were a lot of Chris skits in the beginning of the episodes up until i think album 12 is when it was yeah yeah yeah. that they cut from the album and i really want to hear those because there's this one where chris is in a greenhouse and she yes did you hear singing to the plants yes i did and then Mm -hmm. she puts on the odyssey theme song and then all the plants just start choking yeah 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 no i do Mm -hmm. yeah i well dylan i can't throw dylan under the bus (laughs) i happened upon some old radio uh cuts from a dark corner of the internet (laughs) And I was able to listen to that one. That's cool. I don't know. I don't feel terrible about pirating Odyssey, personally. <laughs> a while I'm ago, very poor. I was involved in a project called the uh, the Wraparound Project. That was basically my first big AIO Wiki project. And I feel so bad about it because I am one of maybe 
one and a half people who understand how it works on the wiki and i have kind of lost interest in it but back how does it work so i listen to the episode and i say okay the intro is the five words of and now adventures in odyssey and then there's maybe a Mm -hmm. prologue of a scene and then after that there's the intro theme music with the character and the character is this person and it's very involved in the specific uh markup that i put on the wiki to to talk about it Yeah, Um, yeah yeah maybe i'll do it again someday when i'm like three three years from now when i'm not in college anymore but um i contacted nathan hubler i was like hey i am having trouble finding the the broadcast versions because the broadcasts have version differences and nathan was like oh here mm-hmm. and he, he shared a bunch of the um broadcast versions with me and so Ooh. when i was going through and cataloging them i thought oh wow there are a bunch of really good chris skits in here i wish we could hear these so yeah that's that yeah there you go all right well Hubler, hook a brother up. What a great, <laughs> what a great guy. Like, He's just a, just a oh, just a, a real swell, a swell guy, swell fellow. Back to the plot. Um, so yeah, yeah, back to the episode. Um, so also, Jules also, is basically I, staying with Connie, right? I, yeah, I wanna, I wanna mention here. I'm so used to me leading the plot and everyone else just following me, but you do mm-hmm. an excellent job with Dylan of also pushing the plot along. So how about you go ahead? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So well, obviously the episode begins with Connie like, on the phone call with her dad talking about um, Jules, like, being in California. And this is kind of when we find out that Jules did, like, a parent trap type move where she told (laughs) her mom that she was visiting her dad, and she told her dad she was visiting her mom. Yeah. And then she ended up in small-town Odyssey. Where she doesn't even want to be. Why are you here? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is a really excellent point for the listener, and it's good to address that right away. Yeah. It's like, oh, my dog's going off. That's fine. It's the point of where how did how did he know you were going to go to the kitchen instead of the bathroom and like you except it's actually addressed in this episode and not yeah oh no exactly completely dropped um, yeah also want to mention Connie and, has an Android phone did you, did oh, you notice that did I did I didn't notice that but that is good canon knowledge is is that uh, Appleberry or whatever <laughs> I have no idea but that's I heard that and I thought oh wait that's a is that a trademark sound right there Odyssey usually doesn't do that they because. <laughs> Her phone ringing sound effect, I think, is uh, some canned sound effects library later on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but yeah. Um. So, so then we got uh, Connie is then so Jules is staying with Connie, right? And, and then uh, we well, get the Ju- next scene. Well, I mean, oh. before we move on, Jules is mm-hmm. Jules's mom is away in Paris, and her dad is busy with work, which is why she doesn't really have a connection with either one. They don't really care about her that much, which I find really sad and interesting. It kind of plays into jules's character oh it's better. super depressing uh, yeah maybe that's why it, she's here because she knows that at least connie does care mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well and since you know what's established is they have the room because penny got married penny's uh yeah. she gets mail from penny on uh her honeymoon and she's talking exactly, about right. some lady on the plane i'm pretty sure um Hold on. You but yeah, so I mean, I'm sorry, yeah, you cut out oh, there for a second. Uh, so you said you got mail from Penny on her honeymoon? Yeah, she got mail from Penny on her uh, honeymoon. And right. yeah, at the end of this, we learn that Jules is staying with Connie. Right, and Jules uh, has, um, uh, Connie sets up a bunch of rules for, or a couple of rules. She says, you're going to have to follow this because it's not like a vacation like last yeah, time. Mm-hmm, but because mm-hmm. last time uh, Ryan and I were talking about in the ties that bind, it seems like Connie might be a a little bit heavy-handed with the rules, but maybe not entirely, because there were a, a bunch of restrictions on Jules, like, no going to these websites on the internet, um, you need to come to church with me, and stuff like that. And now, this time, it's, yeah, you gotta go to school, don't stay up past 9pm on, stu- on school nights, or, yeah, yeah, things like that. I feel like that's pretty reasonable. That's she, fine. You know, she's a cool mom. <laughs> so, and this is, a, this is a whole thing where, so Connie is then, like, what they're doing with Connie's character is really cool, because she is 
which is introduced in the next scene. She's in school right. to uh, to be a counselor, um, and she's taking an introduction to counseling well, class. I mean, she this, this was another thing. Um, in there are other episodes, like in the Green Ring, where she's in an art class, and later mm-hmm. on in a future album, she has an art studio that she works in. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, is she is she there for art? Is she there for uh, for counseling? What is this? But <laughs> either way, I'm, I'm cool with yeah. that. I think Connie would make a great counselor if oh, with yeah, better training. For sure. It's, yeah, exactly. I think I'm curious to see if they make this a continuing thing. I, I think that it would make a lot of sense for them to do that. Yeah. Um, I would obviously love it for that them to do that, Connie but Mary. I don't know. Please. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's about time. She's <laughs> she's due. I'm glad that, you know, she doesn't need a man to be happy, but yeah. I would love to see her with a man and be happy. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, um, you want to move on to the next scene? Yeah, yeah. So basically, this is with Connie and Eugene. Um, they're at wit's end, and Connie's telling her, or he's Connie, Connie's telling Eugene about this role play that she has to do for class, where she has to give five sessions no. of counseling to somebody, right? No, and Eugene's like, no, I'm not doing this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Eugene's like, nope, nope, not at all. Connie's like, please, we talk to each other all the time. No, I'm not doing Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, Eugene comments uh, like, I don't want you examining my super ego, which is a, that's a Freud joke. Yeah. Like Freudian psychology. Yeah. And, um, uh, and Connie has the line where she's like, we talk to each other all the time. This won't be any different. Just that I can't interrupt you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except for she totally does interrupt him, <laughs> which is like rule number one of counseling. You do not interrupt the client. Yeah. I've had, I, like, there's a lady from my church who I talked to and she's kind of a counselor and she's wonderful. She would never yeah. be, be the Connie Eugene dynamic with me. No, no. Or like a mentor or anything yeah. like that. I, yeah. They all share very similar roles. Um, as far as like how they can come into practice, you know, clinical counseling is a, is a thing and it's, uh, different and important but you know in different communities counseling looks different ways counseling can come from your parents can come from you know your friends your uncles your mentors whatever Mm -hmm. so i I think that it's cool that the show kind of is showing both sides yeah yeah definitely i mean especially considering the past of eugene Mm -hmm. and connie how they've bickered in the past and that's again brought out later on in the episode which i think is good it's not over the top and pole house actually calls them out on it like hey you gotta you need to uh stop this cut it out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no i think that they yeah it was mm, very very interesting i was glad that um that they got to give connie and eugene that amount of like one-on-one time i haven't heard an episode like that in a while right um i think i think they haven't even been in an episode together since like a couple years ago like maybe a couple episodes after this one it's it's been a while Mm-hmm. it's been a while and is it i probably just for budgetary reasons they can't afford to have them on staff or? no 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 uh well it, they're they're still on the show and they're still doing their own yeah, episodes. yeah and they, they actually did have an episode together recently that was hilarious it was a road trip episode um oh awesome yeah really fun but other than that they haven't really had a lot of this drama together but yeah um, but yeah that's that's kind of that well because it's typically one or the other with other right. side characters you know right. if it's about jules then it's about jules and connie mm-hmm. but this episode is about jules and buck which is takes us to the next scene uh, well um, uh, well <laughs> oh go for it uh, so but before we move on i wanted to bring up a, a bit about what eugene and, and you connie talk about um mm-hmm. so eugene has a cup with no coffee in it connie's like <laughs> I, I can tell you're agitated just by the way you're stirring your cup of coffee there's no coffee in your cup like, yeah oh. no i thought that joke was hilarious like it is good because she's observant yeah yeah eugene says he's thinking about young buck 
and uh, yeah. from uh, the ties that bind, uh, where Eugene became uh, Eugene and Katrina became guardians of Buck, mm-hmm. basically foster. I think they're I think they're foster parents. Yeah, they're foster parents that I think are um, they're trying to adopt him. I'm pretty sure is well, what's happening. Well. As the person who's heard New Odyssey, that's not really yeah, a, yeah. a... I, I know they do. I know they do adopt him, don't they? No. They don't? He's not adopted yet. Oh, he's not adopted yet. Okay. And, and, and on the show, in album 69, most recent episodes, he's not uh, adopted. He's still just a foster son. Do you know anything that hasn't been released? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you had some secret inside No, scoop. no, no. But there's, there's, uh, yeah, hopefully, the fans are rooting Buck for him dies. to be adopted. <laughs> ouch um, oh no um but what eugene is saying is he wants buck to be able to open up uh about his past mm-hmm. but he tends to avoid it because you know obviously he did a lot of harm and to eugene and katrina and maybe uh that's not something he wants to go back to um because maybe he yeah I, the point is he doesn't trust eugene yet and there's an episode later mm-hmm. where he does open up in his emotions and if you want to talk about that sometime in the future mm-hmm. a couple years down the road that would be a fun episode to review um yeah for sure but um i have a strong feeling we'll end up covering more new odyssey after this just because okay. i mean there's there's a wealth of odyssey to cover uh for our show but i'm i'm probably i can tell dylan's interested in listening to new content as well and uh yeah mm-hmm. so so connie makes a deal with eugene how about this how about i don't um talk about you and your shortcomings and your mental insta or emotional instability and we actually just talk about your relationship with buck and eugene's like sure let's mm-hmm. let's do it yeah yeah that's a that's a very interesting um interesting tactic that yeah. she went with there but <laughs> it, it works i mean compartmentalizing is is difficult but it is actually very useful as far as getting clients at the door um Mm -hmm. and being like yeah you're not doing this for you and this isn't about us this is about who like what are you doing and how is this affecting other people right right which connie there was a smart move by her just kind of getting in there manipulating eugene maybe just a little bit and then she immediately breaks that later on (laughs) in like the third session they have Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it, it goes downhill real fast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next scene, John Campbell brings in the intro music, the kind of twang. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. From the, the, I mean, it's I kind of his theme for Buck, which I like how he does that. Mm-hmm. It's like a motif. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. So then uh, Buck is in school, and we hear Jules calling for him. And then mm-hmm. <laughs> Buck has the line where I thought, oh, oh, come on. That's so obvious. Where he's like, Jules, wow. And I'm like wow yeah <laughs> okay okay sure <laughs> all right there, there's there's Cause people here. say wow all the time no no I, I mean like you would say wow if this person who you had a serious crush on all of a sudden was calling your name out of nowhere it's kind of yeah thing. no that that i would i definitely would <laughs> mm. and their history is that in the ties that bind um jules is like no there's there's absolutely nothing between us and because jules is the bad guy there's not really anything between them and now mm-hmm. it's that the fans are like "Ooh, what if buck and jules became a thing and now kathy begins <laughs> like yeah let's go with it let's do that yes <laughs> every yeah okay i'm i'm, I'm here for it mm-hmm. uh if odyssey like i've always thought that odyssey should get should have more relationships into it just because i like what they have to say and like yeah. i think it makes it interesting but mm. If this is the way the show's going, as long as we get some good, more of this stuff, more of this with uh, Connie and Eugene, you know, self-actualizing and figuring out themselves as parents, 
Oh, mm-hmm. I'm here for it. It's I'm real. For it. It's real mm-hmm. good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you want to take the rest of this? Yeah, yeah. So the scene basically. We get uh, Jules kind of complaining to Buck, Buck being like, why are you here? And Jules being like, well, you know, I kind of pulled some strings and I needed to get out of town. And they were talking about how boring it is here. And Buck's like, well, you just got to make your own fun. And uh, Buck talks about um, goat painting. Goat. Yeah, goat painting is apparently <laughs> very wonderful. <laughs> I can't say I've ever done it. You know, I mean, you I've, haven't I've grown up around livestock. But I can't say, you know, I, I've never been much for vandal, man, yeah, vandalism. Vandalism of animals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially animals. I feel like they might fight back. <laughs> At least a brick wall just kind of stands there. <laughs> All right. Um, so Jules has the phrase where she says, you're not one of those happy do-gooders, are you? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a, then, a weird phrase, but I understand what she means by it. Yeah, it's it's something that I think Odyssey, you can, you can kind of tell especially in the new episodes, the way that they're painting, the way the world looks at people from Odyssey, right? Yeah. They're these these wholesome people that, like, you're not really real. Like, you're not actually good. You're just yeah. bad like the rest of us, and you just lie about it. And that's true to a certain extent, but I I think the point is that they don't lie about it. Yeah, that's um, basically the uh, a line that's almost verbatim from The Ties That Bind, where Jules says, everything back home is fabricated. And here, I mean, a lot of people in your church and in Odyssey just seem fabricated. And mm-hmm. that's kind of her, her opt, her, not her optimist, her outlook on Odyssey. Mm-hmm. And it's also Maury's uh, opinion about wit and his inventions. Like, yeah. hey, you're, you're manipulating people, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to think that way when... There are people that operate within, you know, uh, communities similar to that that do that, mm-hmm. you know, is it's, it's incredibly hard as somebody that like I have uh, a lot of affection for the Catholic Church. My grandmother is Catholic and yeah. um, and like I just have a lot of yeah affection towards that denomination. But there's so much baggage there and it's like uh, how do you how do you reckon with that right and that's that's really hard to do yeah i went to a a school for homeschoolers kind of uh that oh was, yeah a co-op that, yeah well it, it was kind of a co-op it was more sophisticated than a co-op because we had a lot of teachers oh. from the surrounding area too who were teaching classes interesting and we had okay it was it was really cool uh we had like class periods and uh yeah i don't know it was, it was really into it but a lot of the people there work from uh a catholic church uh-huh. and um it was interesting to know, I mean, how incredibly conservative they were for one thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, was like, I can this imagine. Is a, this is a safe space <laughs> for me. But also that um, their beliefs were quite different from mine in terms of the afterlife and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like what do you do to gain salvation and and yeah, how do you yeah. maintain my grandma's so. a hippie is a hippie catholic it's, it's worth saying <laughs> okay all right you ready to move on yeah oh yeah for sure okay so that's basically that scene and then next mm-hmm. one um so so then we get yeah it's connie and jules right yeah, yeah. and they're talking after school you yep. go yeah for and jules walks into the house and she's like ah, i have this huge exam in history and connie's like well i mean that's that's not fair i i, I should cover I, I i need to talk to your teachers about that um and um what's interesting here is that i have been in a similar situation to jules where i was talking to my parents about you know classes at this school for homeschoolers and i was saying ah, this, mm-hmm. the assignments are just so so huge and i i don't know how to handle it and they're like well i'll help you with this or you mm-hmm. know I'll, I'll give you some more time to to 
take care of this instead of like doing chores or something like that and turns out schooling yeah turns out i was just not time managing correctly yeah yeah (laughs) and and the, the, the classes weren't as actually hard as i as hard as i thought my parents were like wait you were telling us this is so hard you can't handle it but you're over here playing video games. What are you doing? And I'm like, oh, oh, I'm I'm sorry about that. So mm-hmm, yeah. I kind of I kind of get where Jules is coming from throughout the episode, where she starts to manipulate Connie into um, covering more and more for her. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, especially when you feel like you can get away with it, and like, yeah. For her in in this position, she doesn't really even know what direction is up anymore. <laughs> as far as like, she lives with her mom, and then she lives with her dad. Um, I was thinking about it a lot last night, actually, for some reason. It's very relevant. The fact that, uh, like, divorced children or children of divorced parents, they're exposed at a very young age to um, kind of a black and white way to view the world. You've got your mom's side and you've got your dad's side. Yeah. And however that divorce went down, you've got your good side and your bad side. Or you've got your uh, better side and your worst side, you know, if there's gray area. But that's typically what ends up happening. And so in for Jules in this situation, like... You imagine? Of course she doesn't want to do schoolwork. Of course she's anxious. She's in a completely new place. Mm-hmm. Like, she's living with her sister, which has been good, and we see that it is good. Um, but clearly things were not good at home, which we do we do learn this episode that, like, right. stuff with her dad is bad. <laughs> yeah, and she's needed to break out of that in order to open up to Connie. And Yeah, yeah. And, and it's kind of like, I'm so glad that Jules was able to get out of there. Right. Right, and that's what Odyssey is. I mean, she's really yeah. skeptical about Odyssey, but because, again, because she's coming from it, of where ah, all these people are looking down on me because of my past, and mm-hmm. they're really they they don't know how to have fun, they don't understand me, and mm-hmm. that's a um a struggle for Jules in the future with Connie. Like, you don't get me, you don't know how I like to have fun, you don't understand my mm-hmm. my wants, and it's not. I, I don't think it's resolved yet on the show. I think the jules's arc it still has to go on but there are some yeah. really great conversations between her and connie later on in the show that talk about that yeah and newsflash growing up is a lot longer than you think <laughs> <laughs> i remember being in the seventh grade and being like ah i've got it figured out i've grown up now false <laughs> surely i will be better to deal with everything now <laughs> nope nope <laughs> why um and, yeah um but uh so connie is talking to Jules about, well, I'll, I'll talk to your teachers. And uh, Jules is like, mm-hmm. wow, I've never have had anyone take an interest in my schooling. It's actually kind of nice. And then Connie turns around and says, I think you're trying to game me. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think you're trying to game me. Just like you. Which is. <laughs> oh, go for it. Go yeah, for I was it. like, just like you've been gaming everyone at Odyssey since you moved. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just thought of that. So. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Jules is. Like, I, I don't know if she's... Uh, so, Connie, does Connie mention the packages at this point? About, like, Jules has been ordering clothes and stuff. Oh, uh... I think she does. N- yeah, I think this is the scene where that happens. It's either this one or it's the next one with her. Right. Yeah, I think this is the... Wait. I don't know. It, I, it, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Go for so, it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so Connie says, oh, hey, Seinfeld's coming out in a few minutes. You want to just watch that with me? And she was like, yeah, sure, that's fine. So they um they watch TV i guess instead yeah, of yeah it's really cute no because so she the the scene like they're really it um jules is really stressed out about school and connie basically is stepping in and then jules jules replies like oh people don't normally do that for me like i'm not mm-hmm. used to having parents that care about my schooling right which is kind of why i took this more like connie doesn't really feel like the sister here 
you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of um kind of a like if the Gilmore girls were sisters is <laughs> somehow. Yeah, I've never it, seen it, actually in the age difference is concerned, it does kind of feel like that. Yeah, I've never Which, seen Also, the... how old is her dad? So you know <laughs> you know what happened to, to Connie's mom, right? Yeah, she died. Right. Unfortunately. Right. So her dad might be that age too. I don't know. Okay. Um Yeah. Probably. Well, I guess he could have had how old was she when she died? How old was Connie's mom? No idea, actually. No no clue? Okay, yeah. we're just going to go with, like, 70s, and we'll say that they're both roughly the same age. Because she definitely died well, young, but it sounded like they had seen it coming. I I wouldn't say 70s. I, I would say if Connie's late 20s, which is the way they're portraying her here, I would say Connie's mom is probably 50. 55 late oh okay okay Maybe, i didn't yeah. know that connie was it, in my head connie's in her like 35 35 40 yeah yeah no she's not that old um she should be but that's she's interesting not. yeah 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 <laughs> um that's the problem when you've been listening to the show your entire life <laughs> and the characters don't age yeah what's up with that i don't know it's 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 why I haven't gotten into The Simpsons. I can only have one show at a time that does that. You know, <laughs> once I'm done with Odyssey, then I can start watching The Simpsons. Okay. Disney Plus. Um, yeah. Anyway, so not a sponsor. <laughs> next scene is uh, Connie's first counseling session with Eugene. There are water mm-hmm. sound effects in the background, make me think. Yeah, of- yeah. I thought it was really funny how they did that. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice it until like maybe the second or third like scene between them mm-hmm. but it's 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 really fun she starts off by saying that there's a the presenting problem is intimacy with bug but before is, that before that she's like just relax take some deep breaths and sign the waiver in front of you you're like what <laughs> we're just yeah. gonna have a comfortable conversation insert client's name wait a minute you're oh reading. my gosh that's so bad oh my gosh and she doesn't so, even have a, like an oops or a, like oh sorry i didn't mean to say that it's just she just rolls with it no, she's just bad. <laughs> well, and it's just really bad. Like, you never should feel like, like, the whole point of getting your client to sign stuff is so that they feel like they're um, taking charge in their care and, like, they're aware of what's going on. Yeah. And, like, developing that relationship. So by her just being like, here, sign this and let's just not talk about it. Like, that's just <laughs> the exact opposite. That sets him on edge immediately. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, So anyway. But the presenting problem thing, that's like straight out of a counseling textbook. Like I just did one of my finals for school and I had to write a treatment plan. And literally you start off with the pre- what's the presenting problem? Why, why are you in counseling? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought that was that was kind of fun that they used that wording there, which made me think that Kathy Buchanan maybe has some uh, has some 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 smarts in the counseling world. No, yeah, no, yeah. Or she's done a, a, a fair bit of research, which I think is probably likely as well. So yeah, yeah, her again. Yeah. We just this is just going to become a Kathy Buchanan fan podcast, <laughs> isn't it? Though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. Okay. Okay. So anyway, um, <laughs> Connie says relationships are a series of steps, and uh, mm-hmm. you can only take the step that's in front of you. And Jean's like, but it feels like I keep slipping backward. And Connie's like, and with every slip backward comes the opportunity to step on the escalator, escalator. of communication and move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so that's that's good that's really that's what she's saying there one it's funny and tr- two it's true you know useless analogy <laughs> it's just yeah yeah we get the use yeah oh my gosh eugene's so like is this uh um, did you go to school for, or did you take a class on useless analogies yeah. as well <laughs> that's hilarious but the the idea is correct it's just connie's presenting it is totally wrong <laughs> totally bad yeah oh yeah yeah exactly well and it's like so basically counseling the principle of 
most theories of counseling is just like you establish this trusting relationship in a safe environment you secure basic needs are they physically safe and then then you work on whatever's going on mentally right like very Mm -hmm. much a slow easy get them into the but because it's kanye and eugene it's just like i i don't even know (laughs) it's like watching toddlers like in a gaga ball pit with boxing gloves on. <laughs> it's really funny. Oh, that's a that's a useful analogy. <laughs> uh, it's a, well, I took a class on it, so you know. <laughs> um, so you so Connie says maybe you should uh, ask Buck to share to share what's going on in his daily life, and Eugene's like Eugene says, but every time I try that, it, he always comes back with fine. How was your fine? It's <laughs> so funny. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Will Ryan's Buck impression. I was listening to that. And I, that got me i was like crying it's hilarious <laughs> it's so, <laughs> just so unassuming in these in this oh, episode yeah. well it's because it's in that moment it's like oh no will ryan he is a he's a voice actor yes. <laughs> he's an actor precisely <laughs> he knows what he's doing mm-hmm. he knows what he's got going on here right so then connie says well maybe you can have him express his feelings in terms he already knows you know like colors and animals yeah. and he's like doesn't that seem elementary i mean buck's a, a teenager and Connie's yeah. like well i mean and she quotes something from what well, a study I, yeah like an academic study right with a, a whole apa citation at the end of it um oh yeah <laughs> and uh, very counseling <laughs> and the idea is that we overestimate the, the maturity of kids with troubled pasts which you know mm-hmm. is, it might be fair in buck's situation um mm-hmm. but then here's another thing that i'm studying in one of my classes here at liberty um mm-hmm. qualitative research versus quantitative research versus quantitative yeah and yeah. Eugene, eugene takes what connie is expressing as qualitative and he makes it completely quantitative like hey what yeah. color are you using to express your emotions right what i mean uh, and then and what animal would you associate it with that emotion <laughs> oh yeah like, no I don't. well and that's the that's like where you're saying like this this episode's kind of cheesy because it kind of follows the whole trope of you know, person who doesn't really know what they're doing just kind of copy paste stuff and doesn't realize that like stuff is more complex than that. Yeah. But it's really funny, honestly. It it really is. It's it's my kind of humor. I'll say that much. <laughs> right, especially because Eugene. Then in the next scene, he's he's talking to Buck about that, and Buck's just kind of rolling with it. But he's also his eyes. Are, yeah. Are, he's, he's. I'm gray. He's, I'm a beluga whale. <laughs> I can imagine Buck tilting his head slowly more and more, and or like moving his head more and more back away from Eugene. Like, Ugh, what is this? <laughs> Yeah, and then Eugene, Eugene ends the conversation after Buck says, "Am I in trouble or something?" And Buck, Eugene goes, yeah. "You can always share your deepest feelings with me, young Buck." And Buck's yeah. like, "Yeah, oh, sure. he's so formal with his kid." I know. It's I, I get it. They have a weird relationship, but Eugene is so formal with his kid. It's also because he's I, I don't know. Is this is this reasonable for Eugene? Like after talking to Connie, he trusts Connie that much to give him this information and then he just goes with it yeah i mean that's that's a bit generous for him to to be so willing to do it but also him and connie are close and so you know there's reason to believe that he could trust what she was saying enough and and he does conclude the previous scene by being like oh well if it's backed by academic research you know (laughs) yeah yeah true true so it's that definitely definitely yeah. supports his cause a little bit here but again it's it's very funny yeah i did want to bring really up really funny I, I did want to bring up also i've been trying to write uh for i think we started it like two years ago a fan script of a uh a buck and jules and eugene and katrina episode and it, oh. it starts off with 
Eugene or with Buck telling Eugene a joke and okay. Buck tells him the joke and he laughs at it and Eugene's like and and Buck's like that's it and Eugene goes oh <laughs> excellent excellent joke, yeah. joke young Buck and Buck's like you didn't get it did you and he's like no but it was a very fascinating story and like, <laughs> <laughs> or fast ending story <laughs> oh that that's oh, good good one there. deal thank you anyway uh, so Eugene reports back to Connie and. Uh, Connie's like, oh, there could be so many implications of this. And Eugene's like, or he was just pressed for time and he didn't have yeah, yeah. a better answer. <laughs> no, there's so much more. To, there's there's so much you can read into this. And and Eugene being there and seeing Buck's response is like, no, no, no I think he was just confused. <laughs> I think he was just scared. <laughs> yeah. And Connie's like, well, I mean, I've been uh, I've been doing really well with Jules. I mean, she's opening up to me. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, interesting she's is jules actually opening up to connie we, we might have mentioned this already but is she is she really in that uh, in what she's uh, spending time with connie you about? know a lot of times especially people that are going through um like like young children they'll they'll open up parts of themselves really the idea of being completely walled off as a person especially when you're surrounded by people is really hard to do um to completely wall yourself off emotionally from everybody but right. a lot of times what especially kids will do um is they'll wall off just parts of them just the, the one or two things that they just don't talk about you know mm-hmm. i i can be vulnerable with say 75 percent of my issues but but that 25 percent there that's that's too dark to talk about you know no, yeah yeah um and you know in my family i've kind of grown not grown out of that but i've become more comfortable with talking to my dad about anything like oh yeah he'll bring oh, up too. like hey how are you doing with this and i'll say yeah I'm, I'm doing great and and this and that and if i'm not doing great i'll bring that up and i know that he's so forgiving and he's such a um a great mentor and a great counselor himself that i can yeah i can yeah. talk to him oh, about yeah. that in fact he just sent me a text saying in music what does minor fall and major lift mean and i'm like oh, oh i know what you're listening to <laughs> <laughs> what a good what a good song yeah that song song confuses me honestly uh yeah it does i just like leonard cohen because he's old and writes fancy poetry (laughs) i need to go back and it's really sad poetry it is sad it's 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 very sad that's why i don't like it all right anyway you want to take you want to take the next scene or finish up anything you were gonna say um yeah i'm figuring out so we had uses and they're bending yeah so this is when we get Buck and Jules in school, right? right? Yeah, sort of the the, and, the flip side of Eugene and Katri- uh, Eugene and Connie talking about, well, yeah. this is how you need to get Buck to open up to you. And Buck saying, well, Eugene was trying to get me to, uh, like, trying to figure me out so he could fix me, is what he says. Yeah, exactly. And it, I love this scene because I think Buck's a better counselor to Jules yeah. than, 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 uh, than Connie was to Eugene. And that's in my notes because, like, you can hear him listening to her being like, wow, that sounds like that must be hard. And that's, like, active listening 101, just being like, I hear what you're saying, and I'm agreeing with how you feel about it. Yeah. That's as simple, like, that's as simple as it is, and it comes in in one sentence, and uh, and in that moment, if the other person's not expecting it, it's like, whoa, affirmation? <laughs> what you is know, this? I haven't had that in forever. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's good because, it one, it kind of builds their friendship, even though Jules is still a manipulative hack later on in the episode. Um, and yeah, right here, I, yeah. I don't know what, I don't, I mean, it sets up a lot of stuff in the future. Uh, have you heard of the long end or heard the long end episodes? No, I haven't. Okay. Not yet. There is a big scene between Buck and Jules in part two that really echoes this, uh, I guess parts of their development in this episode. And mm-hmm. I, I like how the progression is going with them and how Jules is starting to, to move away from 
I guess her personality in these episodes. It's real. It's really mm-hmm. good. Um, so where it's at in the in the within the arc is really cool. That's that's awesome. I'm so glad. And yeah, mm. mm-hmm. I'm so glad that this is an arc that I can actually really get invested in. No, yeah, no, Maybe yeah. We'll have hey, to cover it on the show, yeah, Dylan. If, if, if you're you wanna, listening, if you want to recommend it, I can give you the episode list, and uh, you oh, can yeah. recover this episode because you. Woo! <laughs> that'd be fun. Yeah, uh, but Buck is like, yeah. Well, remember how you said there wasn't anything fun around Odyssey? Seems like we should figure out something fun to do. Yeah, I took that as more dark so, and, than it was. Yeah, but... I, I, let's, I, well, I took that as them going on a date. I figured that oh. was what was going to happen. I my my immediate thought was we'll figure out something more fun to do. Cut to them like eating pizza or something like that. Ah, yeah, but they yeah no if they only, didn't they they did they they did illegal things. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's and pizza is legal. Was like I'm not I'm having fun. For pizza. Are you having fun? No, not yeah me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's such a mood. That is such a mood. You know, I've. I've I've lived a lot of life and I've been around people in various stages of sobriety and I'll tell you what the really messed up ones don't look like they're having a fun time. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. Facts. Facts. Uh, be be responsible, please. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't do bad stuff. Um, don't 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 be like uh, don't be like Jules. <laughs> um. Anyway, so which leads into the next scene where Jules is smuggling in fireworks into the house along with oh yes other clothes from OMP Banana Monarchy always 16 <laughs> yeah <laughs> Banana Monarchy is really great <laughs> awesome. I mean a lot of the times Odyssey's um oh I have the Grizzly shirt I, I think I'm am I wearing it no I was wearing the Grizzly Chips shirt yesterday um, oh it's I love that shirt if I was going to get the merch that would be the shirt I would get cuz it Oh, I love it. Odenton Ogres is pretty good, too. <laughs> it it does look good. I think on a pullover, the Odenton Ogres would be great. Oh, yeah. I didn't have enough money to, to buy that. No, no. Yeah, that's my problem. The merch is too expensive. I'm too broke for my own merch. <laughs> Come on, you gotta, you gotta get, Dylan to, get Dylan to give you a discount. It's true. Well, he did say that he would uh, refund me the profits, so I'd basically be buying at wholesale <laughs> price. But uh, <laughs> Okay. Um, it's Christmas time. <laughs> you guys... I just you, bought my girlfriend this. a rice maker. <laughs> If you if you guys cover this arc, you gotta make merch of these banana monarchy oh, shirt. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, the ideas are there. They're coming. <laughs> anyway, so Connie Connie says she uh, or I don't know if it's Connie or Jules mentions the postcard from Penny, um, mm-hmm. which actually will be worked into a major plot point in um, the. Uh, the episodes where Wooden and Penny come back from their honeymoon. Yeah. Which is really yeah. cool. How long are they, can they, like, as far as albums are concerned, how many albums are they on their honeymoon? One. Two? Just this album. One? Okay, just this album. Yeah, it's the first they got ep- married last album. Yeah, it's the, well, yeah, they got married in the, the last episode of the last album, and then they return in the first episode of the next album. Oh, nice. And it's it's really, okay. it's it's funny, actually, because chronologically, there was an episode released on the club with Wooten and Penny in it, and they're just doing going about their daily things in Odyssey before they returned from the honeymoon. So everyone was like, what? What is this chronology? <laughs> and I'm like, give them a break. The club is weird. Yeah, the club the club is weird. <laughs> it's okay, though. We love it anyway. Mm-hmm. It's special. <laughs> so um, Jules is like, hey, that was nice when we hung, when we hung out before. You think we could, uh, I don't know, do something else later? And Connie's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Then, as she's walking away, she's like, I'm so good at this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Connie's like, I am so good at being a counselor. Like, this is just the best. Yeah. And um, it's a really great moment. And then we get Connie and Eugene in, um, in therapy again. Well, again, it's it seems like a great moment. But then again, 
is it really? No, it's not. Yeah. She's lying to her. She's manipulating her. Mm-hmm. And she manipulated me, too. Because <laughs> that's why my notes, like, my notes are, Jules asked Connie to hang out more. Aw. <laughs> and that's the la- that's the last note for that. <laughs> At least, so I love, uh, again, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it in a minute. I love the last scene of this episode for mm. various reasons. And that's, that's Granted, one of them. I thought like, they were on a date. Like the online. I didn't know that they were doing illegal things. <laughs> What? What do you? What's uh, that? Well, I thought that I thought that Connie and uh, I thought that Jules was going to go on a date with Buck. But no, no, I, didn't know I that mean, they I were mean the final scene illegal. of this episode is what I like. Um, oh yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I. That's what I mean. But yeah, the the last the the like the previous scene is also good uh, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so then possibly the I don't know if it's the funniest scene of this of this episode. Um. I think it is probably the next one. Where Connie starts off. I figured out your problem, Eugene. And it's yep. you. Yeah. Yep. That's <laughs> yep. And you just be like, wait, what? <laughs> I thought we were going to be focusing on Buck. We are. We're focusing on how you're messing him up. Yep. Yep. That's just so bad. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Eugene says, I'm going to need counseling from having counseling. Which is a thing. Oh. And honestly, it's uh, like, uh, you hear those stories so much of you get, if you get a counselor on a bad day, they can really mess you up yeah like really mess you up as far as depending on how they approach different things no no really yeah it's uh counseling for counseling is like definitely a thing so then yeah and then eugene takes that to the extreme where he he then goes through uh oh uh, so and connie's like when when did you last feel insecure and eugene's like well i mean there was that time other than right now <laughs> yeah and then he references three other episodes i'm, ass- I'm assuming have you heard all these that he references? yes yes i did yeah yeah, yeah. what was uh license to drive and yeah. then um i forget the name of the three-part episode where he thinks well that... love is in the air is the two-part episode yeah oh love is in the air sorry that yeah and then, and then what's the, the other one naturally i assumed where oh yes yes so good they're such good episodes and <laughs> connie's i want to cover it. naturally i assumed so bad on oh. the wad fam chalk pod okay, okay that's that's like my favorite uh one of my like that album uh eugene and katrina arc is like some of my favorite odyssey ever well okay so no offense to these guys but you know your knockoff podcast uh, recently covered naturally i assumed did they really yeah they did oh well, i'll have to listen to it anyway yeah go hear it it's, it's not too bad um, i haven't had much time for podcast recently but now that i'm stuck at home 24 7 maybe i'll <laughs> yeah do it um i'll play chess and and, uh, <laughs> and, and listen it, to podcasts yeah uh but anyway eugene's like all of those things had one common factor you, you. <laughs> guys like, what? you're the problem here and connie like uh i i do not know how what to do about this yeah so so um connie is what's happening with connie is um counter transference which is where the client brings up something that triggers a response in you from your own trauma so that's why um clinically seeing people like the difference between role plays and like how you would function clinically Mm -hmm. is role plays you can do with anybody it's just fake practice counseling it can be as fake as you want it to be it doesn't really matter it's for the student to practice yeah but clinically you should not see like you know your best friend in counseling yeah because you can't provide an objective opinion previous emotional interaction with yeah and so what countertransference is is when the client brings out something in you that you had before their this 
it, clinical interaction. Yeah, yeah. So and, that's and that's and that's what makes Connie a bad counselor. No, really, yeah. And it's and, the thing that keeps me up at night. <laughs> Countertransference. Oh. Uh, and if she were to do counseling on other people, you know, like I mean, her counseling for some of the kids in Odyssey is good. Uh, exactly. We've had that's good why episodes. I think where... that they should they should uh you know give her a master's degree and get her married and then she can be the new wit exactly mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean do it that would be that would be very progressive i'm not saying that. names but hubler you know you're the guy on the inside <laughs> i don't know if he listens to this well on the off chance he did how are you doing <laughs> doing okay um yeah so next scene is where eugene you want to you want to talk about this one no, go for it, man. You take it. All right. Well, the next scene is where Eugene is uh, deciding, you know what? I'm going to try a completely different tact with Buck because it seems like Connie was just not being helpful. So Buck is there and yeah. uh, Buck is, you know, kind of, I like, I really like Buck in the scene where he's, he's not. Oh he's, my gosh. Yeah. He's a little wary about, I don't know how to approach Eugene here, but Eugene's talking to me. So I'm like, yeah, you, you be talking colors, animals here. And Eugene's a completely apologetic of, I no, you're, you're, it's fine. You're, you're doing okay. Buck's like, yeah, I'm doing good. I mean, it's actually doing well. Oh, well then. Well, no, no, no. I mean, doing fine. Yeah. Fine is the correct answer. I don't think I'm good at giving you the right answer. There is no right answer. Yeah. That is, that is why line for line, like that dialogue. Mm. It's good. It's really good for their relationship. Because and it's it's really funny because Eugene, like, Eugene's an orphan. He never had parents. He doesn't know any, like, no yeah. wonder he's so uncomfortable. And then he says that at, right after. Yeah. It's, it's so good at not being expositional. Um, mm-hmm. Or not, I mean, maybe not not being expositional, but doing the, the show don't tell. They're, he's showing mm-hmm. the awkwardness of the interactions. Or Kathy Buchanan is in this scene. It's so good. Well, yeah, and the voice acting obviously yes. would carry through with that. And it's, yeah, it's, it's really well done. Um, and just like from the principle of how do you want to get through to your kid? You got to be vulnerable with them. If they want, if you want them to think of themselves as a person, you have to like treat them like a person and treat yourself as a person. And like a part of that's embracing vulnerability. Right. Um, and being like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. So, um, and it's, if I did something bad, please tell me like, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's hard. and as a kid, like I don't know if your parents have ever said that to you, but I know that whenever my parents do, I'm like, "Yep, they're people too. Yeah. They have no clue what they're doing, just like I have no clue what I'm doing." Well, it also has. It's been harder for me in the past because there were a lot of times where it took a long time to get to that conclusion of where I realized, "Oh yeah, wait, my parents did." did oh, I don't. In fact, if I think about it right now, I, I can't really. I don't even know if I can remember a time when my parents were wrong in in a way just because mm-hmm. they've always been great and so those times when there has been a disagreement between us and it's usually been i come around to their point of view and not mm-hmm. the other way around one instance is in terms of the wadfam chalk pod actually because interesting yeah so, all right so my dad uh my dad and i are very divided on it he's he's like well i mean the way they talk about the episodes and the the words and the stuff that they use eh, i don't understand why anybody would want to listen to them they get focused on the family a bad name and i'm like no yeah. because they are supposed to be separate they're not in inherently bad in, in what they're doing. They're, they're, your 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 guys' opinions are great. I like I love listening mm-hmm. to what you have to say. Well, thank you. And thank um, you. yeah, and so it's also been a developing process for you and Dylan too to understand what are we as a podcast, defining the relationship mm-hmm. with the podcast too. Yeah, and, exactly. Like like how what what what's the angle we want to take here? Yeah. Like what's your target? How do you actually too? feel about audience? Yeah. Like how do you actually feel about Odyssey? Yeah. Um. And like so- my relationship is this is like my childhood cartoon that i grew up with except for it's uh 
you know, an audio drama. Yeah, and you're coming at it from a, a more, I mean, I think, was it Jace Mouse, I think, that said it? it was, yeah. He was the guy who said from a more more mature perspective, and that's good. Yeah. That, yeah. It depends. Yeah, it just for sure. depends on who wants to listen to you and who doesn't. And so mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. something where, well, yeah, I don't know if my dad and I still see eye to eye on that, or if we don't. He's probably listening to this, so hi, by the way. Hi. Uh, yeah. Well, and obviously, I you know, I respect your father's opinion, and, and uh, you know, disagreements are, like, I, like we started off the show by saying, like, people can be different and like different things and uh i i definitely respect the fact that there is a large portion of the population that either doesn't care about the podcast i make or <laughs> if they do care about it they don't like it and that's fine right like i don't make it for everybody yeah. i make it for me <laughs> right and that, that's also been well i've been more of a uh, i don't know if it's an apologetic perspective or something with in terms of my podcast i'm like i don't want to I don't want to offend people. I want to mm-hmm. be as inclusive as I can to my audience. And so mm-hmm. I'll usually mm-hmm. edit out little things here and there. Like you asked if, what was it? Darn earlier is, um, D- yeah, darn. Dang, yeah, is, is, yeah. and that's something where I'm like, I'll take it case by case, um, depending on who's mm-hmm. listening, depending on what kind of feel I want to, uh, emote with the podcast. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, then that's been, yeah. that's been really interesting to, to figure out too. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, and it's, it's fun though to, to kind of, to come into your own there and and that disagreement that you had with your dad i mean that that would make a lot of sense so you were saying like that was a moment where um you know maybe you are able to look at your dad the same way that i'm able to and 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 recognize that like hey i like you you like me we're different yeah and that's okay you know (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) if we were all the same we probably wouldn't like each other as much right and it's it's, sure we wouldn't fight but it'd be so boring and it's an aspect of critical thinking as well that I'm Mm -hmm. able to see, okay, my parents have trained me how to think critically and think from a Christian worldview, and therefore, how does this specific belief hold up? And we can come at it from the same value judgments because we do have the same worldview and our look on Jesus Christ and morals and the Bible and everything like that. And we can say, okay, well, I'm holding it to this value judgment and I'm holding it to to this value. And it's, it's really, really interesting. Oh, I just yeah, want to say the word for yeah. that in counseling is uh, differentiation. Yeah, yeah. You, you differentiate from your where you come from is kind of the process of coming of age, figuring out who you are as a person. You know, formulating your own beliefs, realizing that you know people held your hand for so long that way you could walk on your own eventually. Right. I just want to say this is so fun having you on, Andrew. I'm so. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish I'm you had glad more time that you had me on. This is a lot of a lot of fun and a great. Great episode. I mean, yeah. absolutely delightful. It could have gone a lot of different ways, and we we spent a lot of time uh, thinking about what episode we wanted to record. And and yeah. this is a great suggestion. I believe you suggested it, didn't no, you? No, you did. You oh, were... I did. Yeah. You oh, were... I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. If you if you have any other, we're not done with this yet. I feel like we're wrapping it up. No, no, no. We still have no. a little ways to go. Uh, but all that to say, if you want to uh, ever come back on this, just let me oh, know. Thank you. I'd be glad thank to have you. you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely could be done. I mean, I don't plan on stopping making podcasts anytime soon. Well, good. So anyway, uh, so you want to talk about what happens yeah, next? Yeah. So where where were we? We were. Uh, we Buck is Connie having, and Eugene. Yeah. Well, Buck had yeah, that Buck moment Eugene. with Eugene where Eugene was like, "Yeah, I was a foster kid, and it's hard for mm-hmm. me." And uh, Buck's like, "Wow, that's great. I thank you for opening up that way." And then we get. Uh, call from Detective Pullhouse to Connie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it Detective Pullhouse or is it Detective Hobbs? No. Who's Detective Hobbs? I. Oh, Hobbs Pullhouse. What? That's his first name. No, Don. Are you sure? 
It's Don Polehouse. Yes, you're it right. Is. It is Don Polehouse. Yeah. How did I get Hobbs? Calvin? Yeah. No. I love Calvin and Hobbs. <laughs> Great. I don't know if we've if I've ever talked about that on the on the chalk pod, but I literally have every single Calvin and Hobbs comic ever published oh, in my at, in my closet. Yeah. <laughs> like I just I bought all the anthologies over the years. Calvin, can you tell me what Lewis and Clark did? No, yeah. but I can recite the, whatever the suit thermonuclear League of Liberty. Yeah. Meet me outside in the hall, Calvin. I'm not dumb. Oh. I just have a command of thoroughly useless information. Yeah, he's a genius. <laughs> he's Honestly, so I I I love I love the fact that the older I get, like, I used to like that as a kid, but I get all the jokes now. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, it, you can tell that this is, a, like, a, this was a 40-year-old man writing for a child. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, so, back right. to, back anyway, to back Don Pullhouse. Yes, Don Pullhouse. So, um, yeah, you want to talk about it? I feel like I've been talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, Connie's on the phone. He, she comes down to the station. Um, because? Because... Because Jules was brought in for shooting off fireworks, mm-hmm. and then Connie was like, "No, nah, she would never do that. Like Jules isn't that kind of girl." And and then Polehouse is like, "Well, she wasn't alone." And then dun dun dun. Yeah, and Polehouse was with Buck. Yeah, Polehouse has this huge grudge against Buck. Uh, from yeah, the Green because Ring. of Green Ring. Yeah, uh, rightfully so. Well, yeah, but even even today in a current Odyssey, he still has a grudge against Buck. It, it comes up as a plot point. Uh, yeah, that's that's tough. Yeah. Hopefully they get some resolution there because that's that's tough. I hope. Yeah. There was a the big uh, the long end arc again. Pullhouse is in that, and he mm-hmm. has a line where he's like, um, uh, "Criminals." Uh, I think he says it in the ties of Bind as well. Like criminals don't rehabilitate; they just get better at covering their tracks. Buck is fooling you. He's he's really involved in some illegal stuff behind your back. And Buck has this moment in the long end where he confronts Pullhouse. He's like, "Is that what you really think of me?" And Pullhouse is like, "Yeah, you got to prove me wrong." So. Mm-hmm. So in here, somebody's got trust issues. Hmm. And it's not just who hurt you, Mister Pullhouse. <laughs> <laughs> who Ms. hurt you, <laughs> Mrs. Detective Pullhouse? Well, she's Mrs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's gone. Yeah. yeah. Poor, poor lady. She took the kids and left. <laughs> anyway, uh, you. So you want to cover this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. I'll, I'll go for it. Um. Yeah. So it's it it's a very interesting scene. So they go through kind of what was going on through shooting off fireworks on top of a water tower. Um, Buck takes the blame, yeah. but we get this scene with Buck and Jules and Eugene and Connie, because Eugene's down there for Buck, and, uh, Paul House, like you said earlier, basically tells them to all stop being children. Yeah. Um, and that, like, which I'm is the really adult funny. in the room. <laughs> yeah, it's like two in the morning, I don't want to be here, like, uh, I'm not having fun. You know, just grow up. Yeah, are you having fun? We were having fun. <laughs> Do you have a bucket on your head? <laughs> no. Um, no. No. <laughs> um, so the my 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 note was: Is it normal that for minors to not be allowed to be out after eleven? Is that is that a thing in uh, most places? I don't know, actually. Maybe an odyssey. Because I was, I mean, that well, that's what they were saying was, you know, there's a curfew for, you know, you can't be out past eleven, and uh, which is funny because then Connie had talked earlier this episode about the curfew being nine, um, you know, mm-hmm. it was just. I was wondering if that's how it is for everybody. I know when you're getting your driver's permit, at least in Pennsylvania, you can't drive uh, past 11. I don't know. I know which... I know. in Odyssey, the only activity you can do after 11 p.m. is go to Old West Fun World. Yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> interesting. No. No. It's a nighttime theme park. <laughs> you made a callback. I was like, what can I do to, to come back? Uh, <laughs> oh. So I don't no. know. At, here, here at Liberty, we have a curfew where you have to be in your room 
uh or like yeah like on the residence hall after uh, yeah. before 12 p.m uh yeah that's uh that's how lbc is too yeah yeah and i don't know i don't know if it's you know other places do that i think it's i'm trying to remember back to my um well in my hometown you can't drive if you're uh, a minor or if you have a a sort of learner's permit you can't drive past 10 p.m i think yeah 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 right and so that's that's pretty that's pretty normal yeah yeah so pole house is like i could charge you with all this stuff but then buck mm-hmm. steps up and he says look it was it was my fault i mean i i mm-hmm. encouraged jules to do it and she went along with it just because you know we wanted to we again wanted to have fun and uh Paul House is like well i'll need to notify your pro officer about it but other than that i'll i'll let you go i don't want to see you here ever again yeah i don't want to see either of you here ever again very just not happy right <laughs> um and that's then we get Jules and Connie, right? Uh, yeah, and um, so uh, Connie reminds me of my mom again. Oh yeah! Um, oh my gosh! Because yeah. it's like when my when my mom has been frustrated at me, but it, it happens rarely. But that moment of oh, you're going to no, you messed up. Yeah, usually <laughs> I messed up. Usually <laughs> always when, when my mom knocks on my my door of my room, it's usually to say good night or like well, okay, we'll have a great sleep or hey, I just wanted to say I um I appreciate how you did that earlier today. But when I can hear it in the, her tone of voice, like oh, there's something wrong. There's yeah, something yep. I did, and then it, I can see that look in, in my mom's eyes. Yeah, when she's looking at me, and I'm like, oh no. Oh no, oh. something's coming. <laughs> and then Jules, but Jules has no idea. She's like, hi, Connie, you're up early. Yeah. And poor, poor, uh, poor, poor Jules doesn't, doesn't see this coming. Yeah. It, um, this is Connie's moment of Connie realizing I, oh, I didn't know Jules as well as I thought because turns out she planned it all. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, there basically she confronts her and is like saying, I know that you were smuggling in. I like, I looked up the names of the packages and you know i know that you were smuggling in those fireworks like that means you planned it and you were lying to me like you can't do that like that's not okay Mm -hmm. and um and jules is really upset by this because in that moment she realizes that she really messed up because what we did see earlier was jules i believe genuinely (laughs) connecting with connie and then also genuinely connecting with buck and choosing the worst option um well even though connecting with buck wasn't even a bad option it was just that from her history it was just this is what i have to do to have fun because i don't think connie i don't know if connie actually cares about me so what does it matter if i get into trouble Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i guess well and or i won't get in trouble if i was out past midnight i'll get back before she'll even know yeah you know connie's old and stupid she won't understand it's gonna be hard when you're setting off fireworks on the top of a water tower yeah yeah that's a very elaborate thing and and you know it's a callback to earlier in the episode something that he had done with his um with his friends uh back in what was it oklahoma that he's from i don't i don't think he says where he's from well does buck ever say where he's from on the show i don't think he does maybe for some reason i wanted to say it was oklahoma but that's that feels oddly specific pretty sure that's not in this episode or or like previously on the show i trust your knowledge with his cousin or like i think he was buck (laughs) he thinks he was his cousin um yeah should have just gone goat painting that would have been the ideal yeah. date and you truly haven't lived until you <laughs> painted a goat, goat. <laughs> um well, i uh when i was in south africa on a missions trip they had a, a, a farm of goats like they had like probably about i don't know yeah goats like are great five or six goats they're they're wonderful very useful animals they're not very friendly <laughs> um th- like there was just the one goat that would just 
like track me whenever I stepped into it and would just run straight for my shins. And we had this little metal stick and you had to beat their horns with it so they would know that like they'd treat you like you were like an alpha male or something like that. I just it was, it was, uh, Goats are, uh, you know, I would fear painting a goat. That's that's the moral of the story. <laughs> I just think of uh, two things. One, the petting zoos that I've been to when I was younger and even older going to. Like, Did you ever make a goat eat your shirt? What? No. I used to do that at petting zoos. <laughs> no. Like, oh, goats will eat anything. Look at him. He's chewing on my shirt. <laughs> no, I cared about my shirt too much to have a goat eat it. That's fair. That's smart. That's smart. But I, I'm also <laughs> thinking of those weird, goats in, those, those weird goats in Zootopia with the, like, the exaggerated oh, square yeah, eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love... Uh, well, I don't. I haven't it, seen Zootopia in a while, but so I just have a bunch of problems with it. I don't understand why it's rated so high. I like storytelling. I haven't issues. seen it in a while. Yeah, I I think it's an underwhelming performance from Shakira at the very least. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> if I was really when I found out that Sh- Shakira was gonna be in that movie, uh, I got really excited, and then she just kind of played a gazelle that sung one song, and that was it. Well, was also like, mm. most of the plot is just Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, pretty much the whole the whole way through. So <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> That, that, isn't that just that's just poorly written Disney Pixar though? <laughs> well, it's not even Pixar; it's Disney. But uh, yeah, okay. Uh, all that to say, uh, fireworks bad idea, and fireworks bad idea, and you you really painting think goats is... good idea but dangerous. <laughs> you you really think that Jules is um feeling remorse for what she did, or you think she's more along the lines of yeah, I don't <sighs> I don't care. She might be frustrated. I think that she, at this point she's probably really angry. She says you'll never trust me again. Um, you know, like you're never you're never going to trust me again. Um, you know, we didn't talk about it a ton but earlier in this episode. She's been treated like she was a burden basically her entire yeah. life. You know, children of divorced parents are often treated like that. They're treated almost like property because they go back and forth between their parents. Right. Um and that that just you know when you experience that as a young person it changes the way you view the world growing up and, yeah um, and i think i remember another quote from jules in another episode where she says all all my mom and i ever talk about is her problems and what she's yeah. going through we never talk about my problems and at counseling mm-hmm. at like therapy sessions all i think this is a jules line where she says my my mom will just talk about herself and never let me talk mm, that's that's tough yeah yeah she de- definitely mm, definitely needs to get some individual counseling if, if she's not already. <laughs> yeah. In this imaginary world, I'll open up a practice. How about that? <laughs> we can have the. That's your cameo on the show. Yeah. You can be the. You can be the guy yeah. who opens up the. I just have to win the contest. You got to do another <laughs> contest, and then I can win, and then that's how this comes full circle. Yeah, just just disguise yourself as this little kid and do it. You'll you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it'll, be, it'll, it'll go over great. I'm sure nobody will have any any qualms with me being there. No problems whatsoever. Um, <laughs> I'll uh, run into Phil Waller and you'd be like, you. <laughs> I'm I sorry. You. I didn't mean to be mean. <laughs> um, anyway, so I wish we had a scene. We could actually see the scene between Buck and Eugene because Eugene says it was really impactful. Whereas, yeah, it, even though you, Jules and Connie came across really bad um, and mm-hmm. Connie realized, oh, this has been going badly. On the other hand, Eugene had been thinking it was going badly the whole episode. And now he's starting to open up and evidently he had a great conversation with buck and that's that's really good it's really nice to hear about that yeah yeah it's it was and and like i said it was that thing that got started um in the scene that we did get to see where he was he was vulnerable with him and he was honest he was like listen i have no clue what i'm doing Mm -hmm. and buck was like that would make sense because i think all of the the faux you know fancy words that that eugene uses i mean it's it's would 
seem or at least appear to be a, a sort of defense mechanism definitely whereas, like this is this is where he gets his self-worth you know i'm a smart person and what smart people do is they be smart and if i'm not a smart person i don't know who i am but right at least i know that i'm a smart person so i don't have to worry about that mm-hmm. um but now he doesn't feel smart so what are you gonna do right oh the thing that we didn't talk about in the previous scene yeah, yeah. was just kind of okay. how it ended was um so Connie basically confronts it and calls Jules out for manipulating her and says, well, I was just trying to have some fun. And uh, and then Connie basically responds by saying, well, and now, now you you've have. had your fun. I, ho- I hope you're happy. Yeah, like, it's dark. Like, th- isn't this what you want? Like, this is what you wanted. You wanted to do this thing. Is this what you want? Man, that's a Twilight Zone right there. It is. It is a Twilight Zone. It, and it's great. Another reason to love this episode. Yeah. It's just... Hey, I, she, I, I don't know what Dylan keeps hating on their Twilight Zone reviews about or, like, everyone else hated them. I love them. I liked it when you reviewed those episodes. You know, I, I think it's funny that we did that. And it, looking back at the episodes we've covered, it's it it definitely stands out as a distinctive moment in time. We've got uh, a few to develop because I didn't have any. And we're not going to stop until we've searched every townhouse, farmhouse, outhouse, halfway house, shrimp house, shrimp gumbo, <laughs> shrimp scampi. <laughs> yes oh my gosh <laughs> that bit is iconic it's so good that will live that will live rent free in my head until the day i die <laughs> um, um yeah so again just wanted to touch on that in the last scene because it basically shows yeah. connie uh, asserting herself again over jules and jules really it sets up the 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 final scene um which is connie and jules uh yes. late at night it's like, what, two in the morning and, or something? Yeah, and I want to bring out in this scene, this is, again, kind of my family dynamic about how I've mm-hmm. had my disagreements with people in the past. And there are a couple, one particular relationship I'm thinking of where there was a problem that came up and that relationship ended. And it was terrible, awful that I, mm-hmm. I could not resolve it and that I, I still today don't have resolution from that relationship. But with my parents, I've had worse controversies come up. And yet we love each other and we still Mm -hmm. do everything, whatever we can for each other. And we always, always come through and resolve every situation. Do you think that was because you were homeschooled? Because I I feel similarly about my parents and I'm wondering how much that has to do with it. You know, I think it's also just because we had such a strong Christian basis in our home where we need to be praying for each other. We need to be spending time together. Um, This is these are morals and ethics and teaching me the difference between the two as well. Like. And, mm-hmm. and and all of that um and in this episode there's still jules, uh, jules still knows that she's guilty and that she has betrayed connie's trust and connie at the beginning of the scene is like i don't know if i can ever trust you again it'll be hard mm. but yeah um, but still they're still able to come together and have fun and this is yeah, legitimately no, fun are. this is they bond over it oh you dip your cookies in orange juice too it's fun and I just, it's fun i just realized jules has been saying all episode and eh, there's nothing to do for fun here in odyssey and she is having fun at the end of this episode yeah when you can see that before in earlier in the episode i think that she genuinely was having fun yeah with yeah. Connie. yeah like i you know she seemed uncomfortable when she was saying it to her in the you know the first time like uh something that she was really being honest about um right I mean, and that's also me too, even when I've had something to hide and when I've been realizing, yeah, yeah, there's something wrong going on here that I'm not telling my parents, I still am having fun and I'm still hanging out with them and we're, we're bonding. And I know this will be a problem later on, but we can overcome this. Yeah. Yeah. We can work through this and and it doesn't mean that, yeah, it doesn't mean that anything is over. It just means that things are different. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. 
It's, it's, but it's hard, though, because I think as humans, we like to think in black and whites and we like to think in beginning and ends. And uh, kind of like what I said earlier about I, what I'm learning about growing up being a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. It, it, yeah. I would say that's the same thing where it's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's a little bit it's a little bit more complex. It's not as fun, but it's a little bit more complex. Right. Right. And this this episode really shows that well. I mean, again, nice job, yeah. Kathy Buchanan, on, on writing a great script. Perhaps, yeah, yeah. Also, you did a great job directing the dynamic between Katie Lee and Shona Kennedy is is oh, it's so good, so good. They did a great job. I I bet you Kathy Buchanan's uh, either. Mm, it, it it gives me Gilmore Girls vibes, so that would be my <laughs> first question as to what she's watching. But then if not that, then I feel like it's definitely Hallmark. Yeah, yeah. Definitely Hallmark. I mean, I love me a good Hallmark movie. It's Christmas time. You know, I'm ready for it. Especially that ending with, you know, it feels like, a. If, I mean, Hallmark Christmas movies uh, feels like the ending of, you know, just staying up, making Christmas cookies, dipping them in orange juice. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the ending of the story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got your hot chocolate. You got your orange <laughs> juice. <laughs> anyway, uh, any other random thoughts about this episode? No, no, honestly, you know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm beating a dead horse by saying that I love it. But honestly, it was it was delightful. I was surprised in the best way. And in, in the ways that Connie wasn't uh, a great counselor, it wasn't to discredit counseling. It was it seemed just for humor and and the fact that she was, uh, you know, in school for it and wasn't pretending to be a professional, I think was was good. I just. I feel great about it, and I'm so glad I got to come on, because this was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on it. This was really, really fun. I have been looking forward, again, looking forward to this for a very, very long time, uh, to actually get yeah, to talk to you too. about an episode, and uh, maybe, hopefully, it won't be the last, if you want to Yeah, who that. knows? Who knows? I mean, stranger things have happened. <laughs> stranger <laughs> things have happened. And plus, now I've already got my foot in the door, and who knows about this, you know, Nathan Hubler collab? <laughs> oh, we don't know. Could happen. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, do you, should I, do I, should I plug the the podcast? Go ahead. I feel like we've talked about it a lot. Go um, ahead and plug it. If you don't, if you don't know already, uh, I co-host a podcast called the Wadfam Chalk Pod, where we talk about Adventures in Odyssey. Uh, it's me and uh, one of my good friends, um, childhood friends, Dylan Weaver. Um, I'm the co-host. He's the uh, host and producer of the show. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, we've got we've had guests on like. Uh, uh, like Michael was saying, we've covered over a hundred episodes. It's just been this crazy, crazy, crazy thing that we've been able to do somehow, some way. <laughs> yeah, and just I, for for like two years now, and it's it's fun. And it's I'll, just a, it feels kind of like this episode, just warm taste in your mouth, being able to talk about Odyssey. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I'll I'll say this is this feels like I don't I I don't know. I'm I'm sure the Wadfam Chalkbud is a lot of fun. This feels like the highest energy version of the Wadfam Chalkbud because again, I'm not mm-hmm. Dylan and because exactly. Dylan is Dylan holds me back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Um, oh no, no, not not in a bad way. Yeah. He keeps me from saying really dumb things. <laughs> like really dumb things. <laughs> I'm sure you've learned a lot. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Uh, and yeah. I will. Yeah, I will say it, disclaimer. Listen, I think you're like up until Kidsboro um, is probably or like your your Novacom reviews 
I, I would mm-hmm. say that's the that's where my dad was having most of the problems with. And yeah. also, I would similarly say, um, listen, Probably uh, if you're under the age of 12, Obama. 13, listen with your parents. Otherwise, yeah. anything yeah, after that, exactly. anything after that is great. You guys, you guys are killing it, honestly, today. And even yeah, back then, yeah. uh, your episode reviews are, are phenomenal. Really great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It means a lot to hear from you guys. And like, like I said, this is the first time I've ever been on anybody else's podcast. Like... This is, uh, you know, I've grown up being a part of fandoms, you know, being into nerdy things like I am, uh, but to actually be a creator within a community, it feels so cool and so different. And so I just wanted to say thank you because there's, yeah. No problem. I could create it, but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be anything without other people that also care about you know Adventures in Odyssey. So no, definitely. Just hopefully really, it won't be the last. Really I'm trying to get yeah. you a uh, quick plug for the Odyssey Scoopcast. I yeah. I did uh, I recently released the last review that we recorded last year. It just took this long to finally get out, um, partly because there were two different editors on it and it was kind of it, uh, weird stuff happening. But I'm trying. Well, you've got a couple podcasts. Yeah, I have a couple. <laughs> um, and I'm. I'm, I'm trying to get Andrew here to come on the Scoopcast for a couple of reviews. So you think uh-huh. that you think yeah, we could yeah. make that happen, Andrew? Sometime. Well, 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 we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. I mean, I can't I can't speak for what my holiday schedule is going to be. Okay, so okay. I think at some point it's not unreasonable to say I would never say never, especially if it's half as fun as this. All right. So. No, no, it, it's going to be it, if you do come on, it'll be real fun. But in the meantime, we will not be back next week. But Andrew hopefully will to talk about yes, episode sir. 104. Oh, I'm sorry. 904. No, 904. What am I talking about? 104 of your podcast. Uh, episode 900 of Adventures in Odyssey, The Rydell Revelations, Part 3. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. AIO Audio News is a presentation of the Lynchburg Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow Michael and Andrew at AIO Audio News and at Andrew underscore Acebo on Twitter, or visit our website at AIOAudioNews.com. Connie the Counselor was hosted by Michael LeFaver and Andrew Acebo, and edited by Michael LeFaver. I'm Ryan Matlock, and you're listening to AIO Audio News. Yeet. I'm sorry to bring this up now. This is kind of late, but are you're you, fine. Are you, are you using headphones? Yes, I am. Good. Sorry. Okay, good. Uh, good. Oh, I always record with headphones. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. this would have been a nightmare to edit if I didn't. If you didn't have headphones. No, no, I got you, yeah. <gasps> all yeah, right, yeah. all right. Let's see, timestamp so I yes, can write sir. down to cut that out. If I could sit down this Christmas with Kathy Buchanan and just watch a Hallmark movie, that would make my day. I would. Yeah, I would yeah. Like that. That, that, might, that would make 2020 a not terrible year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I, I, I met my girlfriend this year, so 2020 is oh, not a terrible year. Oh, congratulations. There you go. Thank you. Uh, we're not dating yet, but anyway. Um. <laughs> oh! <laughs> So she's your girlfriend, but <laughs> does she know that she's your girlfriend? I'm, I'm cutting this out. <laughs> that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, just, or you're just waiting for like. Yeah, right well, timing. I mean, we, I don't know what I want to say on recording. I'll cut this all out. Well, basically, yeah, I figure you're cut it was it was out. funny for um, the moment, but you were like 2020 is bad. I'm like, well, not that bad. Yeah. Anyway, back yeah. to back to this. If you're cool with that. Yeah. No. Definitely. Um, <laughs>